Hello and welcome to the 100 Day Writing Challenge, Day 38. If there were a subtitle for this section of the course, which there isn't, it would be All the Things We Cannot Say. Yesterday you wrote a scene in which a character with lots of questions tries to ask them without asking them. This is the kind of verbal jousting I really enjoy writing. A scene where two or more parties are partly in opposition, but for various reasons neither wants to acknowledge it. There's a character in my novel, The Ice House, who early on I decided never lies. She's sworn an oath to speak only the truth. It became actually really fun to write her dialogue because she has secrets. There are lots of scenes in which she is very motivated not to dis disclose information to other characters, moments where she wants to disguise what she's up to, points where she out and out wants to mislead someone. And I got to have a lot of fun thinking about how someone might go about achieving all those things without ever actually lying. It means uh, she becomes really careful with her words. The way she ended up speaking reminded me in part of the deep sarcasm you hear in British courtrooms. Because everything's on the record, if a defendant, having previously denied all charges, decides upon hearing the weight of the charges against them to suddenly change their plea to guilty, the judge doesn't typically go, Mr Smith has been told by his barrister, barrister he's fucked and so he's changed his plea in the hope of getting a lighter sentence. What they tend to say is, uh, you know, what they said on one of the cases I sat on when I was called up to jury duty, jury service, which is, is, is more like, mm, it seems as so hap often happens in these cases that arriving in court has clarified his memories somewhat. Like, no one there thinks he's actually suddenly remembered doing a crime that he'd previously completely forgotten, right? But the transcript of the he hearing doesn't record sarcasm. We don't really have any legal way of processing sarcasm. So the judge gets to communicate an opinion that everyone in the courtroom understands this guy is a bullshitter without technically breaching her neutrality. There are lots of reasons why we might not say what we mean or mean what we say. Lots of sneaky ways we can use language while maintaining a facade of plausible deniability if we're challenged. And lots of reasons we might do so. Now, this goes all the way through society, right up to nations making statements. Everyone knows have subtext or double meaning or even coming out with stuff that the apparent intended target, you know, another power, knows to be lies. Today, you're going to be delving into a much smaller iteration of this, the Cold War of the home. Um, you're going to be writing about an argument in a couple or a partnership. Might not necessarily be a romantic relationship. There are lots of ways for people to be squashed together for a long time and they're not all necessary in pairs either. But just um, for the purposes of this exercise, we're looking at two people. Um, these two people are having an argument, but... Neither of the, neither one of them is, is willing to admit that what is happening is an argument. Just like yesterday, where you had someone who had lots of questions but wasn't allowed to ask any questions, today, both parties have grievances they want to express. Criticisms, dissatisfaction, maybe even insults. But they will not say these things directly. So, for example, one person might say, Have you seen my blue shirt? I put it in the wash basket with the rest of the clothes you've left lying around. I'd ironed it especially. Oh, I didn't realise you knew how to iron. I need it for this evening. Maybe hang things up, then you'll have them when you need them. 
Now, that's like quite a petty, mean domestic argument, right? It makes me feel a little bit sad. But neither person actually makes an accusation, levels an insult, admits in any way that they're pissed off. If you are going from the words alone, from their literal meaning, if you're an alien reading those words, um, you wouldn't find an argument there. And we humans have all sorts of ways of sort of semi-cloaking our intent and all sorts of reasons for doing so. So that's your task for today. The setting is up to you. The reason for the disagreement between these two people is your decision also. I don't know if in your scene one person is genuinely at fault in this scenario or if they're both as bad as each other. Tone-wise, it's very much your choice whether this is a relatively innocuous spat between two people who deep down really, really love each other and are just having a tricky day, or if it's something a bit less benign, you know, the beginning of the end, the start of the rift in the loot. What I can tell you for sure is that you've got 10 minutes to experiment. Have a bit of a play and see what effects you can create with this restriction. Two people having an argument who will not admit that they are having an argument. Are you ready? Oh, you're always ready, aren't you? You always have to be first. Sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> I love you dearly, albeit at a distance and platonically, seriously this time. Are you ready? Three, two, one, go.
and that's it that is it well done good work I hope that was interesting and fun for you. Um, This is an exercise that often gets people laughing and cringing in equal measure when writers read out their results in workshops. You know, it's it's quite a funny one that that, that, that if people are having, you know, a tricky morning, it kind of people have a nice laugh and we all let it out. But I'm also aware that conflict in relationships isn't funny for everyone. So if this was a bit tricky for you to write about or it touched something a bit tender, I just want to say... I'm aware of that and you are awesome. You know, well done for sticking with it. We'll place this exercise firmly in the past, but whether you're writing an argument uh, or two characters are nervously circling each other because actually what they can't say is that they like each other, or all sorts of scenarios, indirectness is a surefire technique you can use again and again in dialogue. Um, It's actually very rare that we as human beings certainly within this within this society are able to be blunt and to the point and you could have lots of fun with having people talk around a subject right i'm going to be very much to the point and say thank you for your incredible effort you're doing awesomely and i will see you again tomorrow the 100 day writing challenge is made possible with the kind support of arts council england <laughs>